thank you again for joining us for the Dewey's Dungeon Cleaning Services podcast. My name is Graydon Foy, the Dungeon Master for these adventures set in the world of New Merida. New Merida was founded and created by Anthony Reed and the cast of Adventure Incorporated. Please look them up online at adventureincpod.com. Thank you for your patience with me as I think this is much, much harder than it looked. I'm putting up the first half of the January sessions now, a month late, and we'll be putting up the second half of that session as soon as it is completed. Sound quality is a bit of an issue, and hopefully I've found some good solutions for the February session. Again, thank you for your support, as the players and myself look forward to adventuring more as time presses onward. On to the show. Dewey's Dungeon Cleaning Services is brought to you by Gamebox Video Games and Comics. Gamebox is located in the Topson Fair Mall in Topson, Maine. They specialize in tabletop games, Magic the Gathering, comic books, video games, and can repair almost any digital device you can break. iPhone and iPad repairs as well as major brands, just Samsung and Google, are not out of reach. Console giving you a problem? They have that covered too. Give them a call at 207 207- 373-1136 or visit them online on Facebook or GameboxVideoGames.com Alright, so who wants to recap about last time? Okay, you just made a noise. Congratulations, Lena. You're the recap. Uh, we were hired by Dewey's Dungeon Cleaning Service in order to take down uh, a group of dwarves who were squatting in a mansion that Mr. Dewey has recently procured. Um, in the meantime, uh, some of us got taken in by a wave of gross apple rot, and then we attacked a giant wolf. Um, take down, I don't think is the right term because we're merely evicting them. It makes them sound like they're being nefarious, which we don't necessarily know. Did, it, did he say dwarves? Also, somebody decided to laugh the entire time and not really be helpful. Uh, excuse oh. me? Excuse me? Who he did, did more damage than I did. <laughs> I, think, I think I did more damage than everyone else did. Yes, yes, with fist and foot. Hey, some, somebody's got to represent the wizard. Choose a different name for fists. Punch? No, keep with fist. Closed hand? You're going to be doing a little bit of the corrupt um, the rapper? Who, no. Who doesn't want to hear that he wants to fist the wolf? Okay. <laughs> Ironically, that was the name of my band in high school. <laughs> I want to fix the wolf. I want to fix the wolf. We didn't get a lot of dates, as one can imagine. Do you still retain legal rights to the name? Yeah, I have the IP Excellent, because there, it's a podcast there, there may be a uh, resurgence now that I've heard oh, that name. I would hope so. <laughs> we have t-shirts available to Patreon subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. Seriously? Like, I'm in. So, yeah, are we getting um, Patreon money? Yeah. With the... <laughs> Slaying of what? Patreon's folding or on its way to, so we'll see. So, with the killing of the wolf, okay, um, and the apple slurry going down underneath the table that you guys saw from where we left you guys last, uh, pretty much everyone has managed to congregate inside of the room where the wolf has been slain. Lothar is in pretty rough shape, but not quite dead. 
um, if I remember correctly. Actually, I'm only down two hit points. Yeah, they pumped him full of of love juice, so he's (laughs) hopefully feeling good as a fiddle. What happens after you piss the wolf? (laughs) So, with that right there said, what is the plan for you fine folks going forward? Yes. I'm going to loot the wolf. Loot the wolf. You find wolf. Cool, I'm going to throw wolf in hole. You go right ahead. <laughs> hey guys, we're here. Can I stab the wolf first? You can stab the wolf yeah. first. Mm. <laughs> careful. Hey there, be Some careful. Some deep revenge wolf. stabs yeah. happen from Lothar uh, into God, the wolf. We can skin that and probably <coughs> sell it for a decent amount. Super dead. Just roll it. Put out a hole and roll it in the hole. I, feel like I'm, I mean, feel that's like what I'm trying to do when I and I. I put out the portal that he gave us. You're going to push a dead wolf into a portal? I 100% am going to push a dead wolf down a portal. Wolf meat? Wolf meat? You can sell that. Wolf meat? Wolf's good. Let's take an hour to cut it apart. Wolf meat? Well, the cobalt will take care of that. Yeah. They draw that anywhere. It's true. Yeah, it is true. It's not my problem right now. Animal science has to be a spell component in something. Yeah, exactly. Oh, certainly so. Big time. Bones sort of. Uh, wolf. There you go. Well, we so yeah. you've pull out one of the portable holes that Dewey has given you, uh, Rika. You lay it out on the floor into such a manner in which you can kind of tuck it underneath the wolf's head, and then with very little effort, you're able to kind of start sliding the wolf. Here, let me help you with that. Oh, Lothar, that's fine. I think I got it by myself. <coughs> you look a little rough there, buddy. No, I'm fine. It's just a, it's a flesh wound. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> a flash So you manage to get the wolf into there. Uh, you pick up the hole. You stuff it back into the box. Um, you still have to address the hole that is underneath the table, where all of the apple slurry and kind of tidal wave of grime went um, at this point. What are you guys going to do from there? I'm going to look in the hole. Also check upstairs too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from your previous attempts, from going towards the upstairs, you remember the stairs that you found headed up to like an evacuated <coughs> roof that had been blown out. So the entire second floor of the building is like a shell that had been blown out through. So okay. as you have more time to kind of explore a little bit in this first floor area, briefly you see you know a lot of the ceiling above you is missing. You see open sky. There's not really any access to those portions of the second floor, and anything that looks like it could be access to that portion of the floor, it's going to be pieces of the second floor floor that's connected to the wall that's maybe like a foot wide. It looks kind of like you would be, if something exploded up through every single floor on the first floor up through the second floor, just leaving the walls that were structural. So does everyone, anyone remember the exact wording of what we were supposed to do here? Was it clear the house? I think clear the house and also like make sure that we have a good layout. Oh, like okay. a floor plan. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, we had to fill out the map, right? Yeah. Update. Yeah. Yeah. Make, just make sure it was accurate and if not, update it. Yeah. Gotcha. And evict any tenants <coughs> that yeah. may be right. So there if there's not a allowed. basement but there is a subterranean lair, would that count as the house? <laughs> It's that, on yes, the it property? Yeah, yeah. It's new construction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do we clear out the new construction or just report there is new construction? After <laughs> shoving the wolf corpse down the hole, I want to search the room because how did the wolf get here? Well, That's my question. I want to okay, case the room a little bit. You imagine from the way that the walls are designed and 
maybe windows being burnt out in particular sections of the house that mm -hmm. the wolf could have gained access coming in through a window. On the second floor? Or on the first floor. Oh, we're on the first floor. Yeah. Okay, I apologize. Not the, the first floor of the house, from your examination as you walked up to it, I mean, it, when the exterior of the building, it looks like it's, you know, in rough shape, but it didn't look like it was, you know, not potentially repairable. Okay. But as you go further into the house, you know, the, the apple slurry and, you know, muck and things like that, or whatever else happened inside of the home, uh, the damage from maybe commotion, some sort of fighting, the scorch marks in certain areas, the burning of a lot of the wood, um, things that look like chemicals that may have potentially gotten onto those areas as well. Those are the things that would be leading you to believe that something kind of happened inside of the house that destroyed most of the interior portion. So from that, can we infer that the wolf is not responsible for the apple slurry? Yes. But, okay, but something was <coughs> controlling both of those entities to a degree. Could be. Uh, okay. I have a question. Sure. As I'm sitting here pondering, looking down the hole, yeah. did we even see any apple trees on the property when we came in? Yeah. Uh, no, you didn't. That was part of it. Yeah. You did not see any apples of any kind when you were walking in. The only time in which you encountered these apples is as you approached the home, um, at the very perimeter of the doors, and okay. then when you came into the home. No apple trees. But there's no apple trees. There's apples. no sort of growth anywhere other than the <laughs> no regular tree growth. No apple trees that we can see. Huh. Invisible apple trees. The invisible apple trees. They're not growing above ground. You know, a little bit of work, and I think this house would fix up really nice. And I imagine that's why Mr. Dewey wanted it so much. You probably think you'll put it on the market? Just you probably need a husband first. <clears throat> I, I can multitask. <laughs> those those two uh, things aren't mutually exclusive to one another, so. I feel like we're in a library. As <laughs> Jules goes looking at the walls or just kind of examining her books, okay. um, they all do look like they're kind of rotted out or kind of mucked with with the materials that were happening inside of the home that were. Tidal waving around, taking Lothar for a ride. All right. Um, as Lothar, you, you attempt to look down the hole in order to be able to get better access to the hole, you would need to move the table to the side. Does it look heavy? It looks like a regular wooden dining room table. I'll go help I, him out. I have some undealt with anger, so I'm going to throw the table violently to the side. <laughs> I duck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez there, guy. No, not at anybody. Whoa. No, I can still startle him. Startle him. Does, does it break? Yeah. Did it look valuable? The table did not look valuable. Ah. It looked like it had acquired a little bit of rot. Um, I mean, it was covered table in a hole. <laughs> As you pitch the table to the side, you know, the, one of the legs buckles a little bit. Uh, it rolls over into a heap, and then you have access to the hole. It's a rubber. Looking down into the hole through your, you know, slightly hazy left eye from being lightning or light blasted from the well-meaning cleric. Uh, you see what looks like not a ladder per se, but handholds into the rock that would head down below this floor. You can feel a slight breeze coming up through the hole. And the rhythmic sound, since you are no longer being eaten alive, has become more apparent again. Is it is, dark? Is there a bottom to the hole, or does it just 
because it's just dark and I can't see a bottom. Uh, you can kind of vaguely perceive a bottom that might be about 25 feet down. It is not super dark, but it definitely, like, there's a light source, but you can't really identify what it would be from. Is there any cloth around, like, just, and say a stick? Like, could I make a makeshift torch? Well, hold on. Before we go announcing ourselves, maybe one of the more <clears throat> sneakier of us could sneak down the <coughs> hole real sneaky like and see what's going on down there and come back without making a big uh, commotion I'm slash ado. I'm just, like, I'm just mean, saying the 10,000 like the table being thrown across the room? Or the 10,000 apples that fell into the hole? Well remember the table happened <laughs> above the hole. Maybe they didn't fall down the hole. And what Maybe they got the recoiled back in the into the hole but so this we don't different. know. Oh. Right so I would have to be exceptionally good at sneaking to not alert them at this point. I'm fine with letting them go down the hole. I could care less. <laughs> There's a lot of hole talk going on around here, and I don't know if that's necessarily productive. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll go check real quick. <laughs> okay, so you want to make a torch. You can. You look for a rag that looks like it would be appropriate. Mm -hmm. You find some, but they are kind of semi-damp. So we're taking a ton of effort for you to dry it off. Like you start trying to wring one out a little bit. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it has that muck on it, that mm -hmm. kind of slurry, but it does seem like it's kind yeah, of switch. a little bit wet. Um, Drop them all. Gron, you're going to start heading down into the hole? Yeah. Very, very <laughs> sneakily. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, as she, as Gron is going down, I'm going to pat her on the back and say, oh, good luck down there, eh? And cast Guidance. Ah. What does Guidance do as a spell? Guidance is, uh, lasts for one minute. Um, one willing creature, uh, the cre the target can roll a d4 and add that number to one ability check of its choice. Uh, and you can roll the die before or after making the check. The question is, is are you willing to be patted on the back? Uh, what's your name again? Crate. Crate. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Great. Um, Are you still trying to make a torch over there? Because I have a lamp. Yes, I'm trying to make torch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a sacred flame, the crap I tried to hand him the yeah. torch. You didn't you want it. Gron has dark vision as well. Gron has dark vision as well. Yeah, Gron does. Yep, that's, that's why I was like, hey, I'm going to go do the sneak thing. Keep the light. I would have pondered to myself. I'm like, should I join? I'm sorry, I was thinking character voice. I wonder if I should join Gron down there, but I reckon she's got a good handle on things. Yeah, I guess I'll just wait. I'll pat her on the back, too. And oh, golly. Guidance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall now. <laughs> so, as Gron heads down into the hole, um, very, very slowly and stealthily, um, yeah. Crate, you managed to kind of warm up a cloth enough to be able to get it so that way it could take the fire if you wanted it to. Okay. Um, no one can see you readying anything. I got a tinderbox if you need it. No. Okay. I just cast Sacred Flame. He's got a torch. Is that like okay. a tinder if count? By yeah. my looking down the Swipe hole all yeah. this time, <laughs> I'm assuming there's a giant pile of apple. Ooh, no. You're not no. seeing it. You didn't, when, you, when you look down the hole before Gron starts heading down in, you do not see any sort of this film on the walls. You do not see any apples down there at all. So all the apples on the first floor went into that hole, and right. there's no apples at the bottom. Right. Well, I mean, I'm assuming the hole is bigger than five feet around at the bottom. It's going to open up into something, right? 
you'd think there'd at least be a few apples in sight. <laughs> With the way they pulled you, I don't know. Gron, as you start heading down, as you get down near down to the bottom of the hole, the sound becomes more, you know, more pronounced. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounds like this metal hitting rock. You can hear a kind of low undertone to the sound. It sounds kind of like a chant, but mm. it's so low that it sounds like it's something keeping time with the rhythm of the hitting. As you get to the bottom of the... What's your, what's your, uh, what's your stealth? Uh, I got a plus four. Okay, roll it up. And plus one d4. Plus one d4. Uh, 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 14. Okay. As you head down, you can see an alley. Or you get down to what looks to be a corridor like this. Um, not very wide. It's got some old I wouldn't call these sarcophaguses. I would say storage containers. Mm-hmm. The wall to the rear of you. You can see down even like this. That's the best thing is to have that. It's fine, just don't worry about it. So, it's what you're seeing. You can hear a sound. Uh, it's resonating down the stone walls. This it looks very manufactured, this area. This does not look like it's just a natural earth area. This looks like this could be you know, like a hidden basement of some kind hmm. that, you guys, that you've kind of happened upon. Well, this would be really nice if I decide to put a bid in on this house. I can store all, all sorts of... Uh, Canned goods down here. It's gonna be great. You could have the best can seller in all of the land. There are doors that you see right here. Okay, uh, I would like to sneakily sneak down towards the end where the corner is, and uh, see if there's uh, something around that corner. Maybe. As you get down further the hall, uh, up above uh, Lothar, Lothar, mm-hmm. Lothus, Lothar, Lothar. You no longer see Gron. You didn't hear her go down the hall. She was very sneaky. Um, but you were the one that was manning the hall. Uh, what do you What do you do? It doesn't sound like there was an action plan for when Gron left. You know, now that you're saying Rick, it out loud Rika, like that. Rika, do you guys have like a signal you usually do <coughs> or something when you're in trouble, or do we just wait for him to come back? What do oh, we do here? Oh boy, like um, we've adventured all together before. Yeah, for you? so uh, funny story now. Okay, so that's like I've never met her like before, so I doubt we have some sort of like code or something. Um, I imagine if we hear the screaming, that should be sufficient, don't you think? Okay, we'll wait for that then. I can go check. <laughs> As you round I mean, the corner. I guess corner. I could <coughs> if I wanted to. Very stealthily, mm-hmm. draw on the rogue. As I do. Stealth queen of the north. I mean, he said he was going to go check. You didn't want us to come and make a bunch of noise, so I guess we'll wait for him to either scream or come back. A hunched over <laughs> figure loading stone into one of the containers in a corner. Uh, he is not currently swinging it, anything in against the wall, so he would not be the one that was making the noise. But that low chanting sound that was underneath the metallic sound that you were hearing before 
this being is also replicated. Okay. Uh, I would like to return and go to the bottom of the ladder where I will I ideally go un, unmolested or un, undiscovered uh, to the bottom of the ladder where I will signal uh, that there's I see one person um, and that's it. So you turn around, you start heading back. You get to the bottom of the ladder and you're making some hand gestures and signals. Um, <laughs> you hear as you're making these signals a slight grunt come from the direction from behind you. Uh. Lothar at the top of the pole you see Gron doing this interpretive dance at the bottom of the pole, I'm like, assuming it means like up here. You know, I need your attention or something. Do you tell Gron to come up, or do you? Does, does he seem to like recognize like you? Like you can, you can see each other. All right, so I'm. Uh, <laughs> I, I this would is like to stealthily yeah. <laughs> visual gag yep. go down. Yeah. With uh, uh, you know what I'll what I'll do is I'll go up, okay. and I'll just tell them what. Okay, I saw. Uh, you head up. They they don't know orc hand signals. Otis, yes. um, <laughs> what were you gonna do? I was just gonna head down sneakily. Okay, um, as you're gonna head down, you know you you moved over next to Lothar. You had concern for Gron, um, and you're just feeling like, ah oh, man, I can't pay for this. I'm just gonna go down. I, you know, you're all gun ho and ready to go for it. W- Wizards you must see, represent. Yes. Um, and you see, you know, Gron. Climbing up the wall, as you get up to the top of the hole, you as you go up the hole, you continually hear that kind of grunting, kind of like labored sound of the the creature. Potentially, um, it doesn't get any farther away, like it was continuing the pace behind you. Um, you get to the top of the hole, uh, Lothar notice as you. Gron exits the hole down into the ground, and you see this squat, dark-skinned figure looking up the, the shaft, and then turns and starts running. Oh, that's the stuff a knife here. You got seen. <laughs> the <Super> impossible. <laughs> not seen, maybe heard. Um, so, you two notice that there was a figure at the bottom of the hole as Gron came up. What do you guys do? Okay, well, he just ran off to tell whoever else was down there. How many were there? You saw one, but you haven't relayed that information. You two saw something you haven't you haven't said anything yet to anyone else. No, uh, well, I saw one uh, around the corner. Did yeah, you? he followed you back to the ladder and just ran off. When he saw you climbing back up here, Peter Naramon. What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, probably go after him, yeah? Oh, yeah. We probably should stop his friends from possibly getting some help. Wouldn't that suck? W- one All thing right. to remember we're, ju- we're here to evict them, so maybe if we ask nicely, they might leave? Yeah, maybe. No, I right. didn't say yeah, anything about attacking them. <laughs> I'd like to point out that they probably have more entrances out of there than just the one here. So there's a possibility they might self evict themselves. Yes, I like it. I mean, they only saw until like they come two back. of you, three of you. 
I don't know. They didn't see me. <laughs> Staring right at your ass as we were coming up. I will count. <laughs> is is anybody skilled in diplomacy? Well, <laughs> I mean, I can kind of talk fight? my way. Yeah, with these guys, I have persuasion. Diplomacy is my thing. <laughs> well, I'll, let's uh, let's 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 go down there and maybe talk to them a little bit, and see what happens. Yeah, I'd be for that. That doesn't sound like that works. I mean, we gotta finish the thing, right? Yeah, we gotta finish the mission we were hired for. Okay. This is one way to do didn't, it. Didn't they murder the lady who lived here? No, she died. Okay. Violently. I mean, she was she was there. Uh, remember, because she was uh, she was treating them like slaves. Somebody murdered the lady that lived here, according to Dewey. Was that true? God? <laughs> wait, wait. I have, I have, I have there may have been a form of death. Do you yes. have the contract? Can I pray to my God no, for an answer? I have an idea. <laughs> Perhaps we, if they were unwilling participants and they have money, we could potentially facilitate a selling of the property to them, therefore not having to evict them, and potentially making a profit off of a finder's fee. Well, it doesn't. I technically, think we doesn't. Evict him first yeah, anyway. doesn't. Do we own this property now? That's what I'm saying. Is we would broker a deal between them and him to sell the property back to them or to them, and then mm. we could charge a finder's fee. Okay. I mean, that doesn't sound like a anyway. first first problem. Or to even oh, talk okay. to these people, we have to all climb down 25 feet on a ladder and are really exposed while doing that. So how are we all going to get our asses in the hole without dying? <laughs> oh, I imagine very carefully. Um, I can sneak down the ladder. Yeah, I reckon I could too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we have a plan. Go us. Yeah, yeah. Gay us. All right. Girl power. Girl power. Crate. Crate. Crate, um, as you're deliberating, you hear... The sound of like a large clang come up from the hole. Mm -hmm. The sound of maybe oh, yeah. metal being dropped on top of metal. Large heavy metal being dropped on top of metal. Hey guys, uh, anyone else uh, you know hear hear that noise? As he presents it. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. That's a 13 to perception, if if that matters. Nope. Nope. So you and Jules hear it very, very nope. quickly. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> just the sound of that clang. It peaks Jules' bird ears. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> you know, heads are jutting back and forth nervously. Um, so it sounds like a large metal bar uh -huh. being moved off of potentially a door lock into another position and maybe mm. open like a <clears throat> bar for a door. How much is falling damage? <laughs> uh, 25 feet. Failed save is probably going to be like D6. Just D6 damage? Yeah, if you, fa if, you, if you take if you fail your save, you take all of it. If you Tempted to just jump down the hole. Here, let me climb on your shoulders first. <laughs> I will be nah, sneaking. Well, yeah. was, it, was it soft ground at the bottom there? No, it's hard ground. Yeah, it's never man, It's manufactured stone. 
Yeah, no, that's gonna blow out your ears. I'm just gonna go down the hall. Do like that I mean, fun, yeah. like, the one they do in video games where oh, you just sort of, like, slide down. Yeah, yeah. With, with handholds in a wall. Yeah. There's no ladder there. It's like... I know what I said. We'll get to you in a second. So, when I'm in base-to-base with something of a larger size, I can automatically... I will allow him to ride on my shoulders. Okay, so, Crate makes a strength check to carry the... No, like, 30 pound strength or down the hole, or the halfling down the hole. Uh, plus two, so nine, unless it's athletics, and athletics would be, oh, that would be the same thing. Okay. So you start heading down the hole. It's slow and difficult going. You're having maintaining your grip, uh, problems maintaining your grip. Mm-hmm. Um, you get down about, let's say, like 12 feet, roughly. Yep. Um, you need to reveal or readjust yourself to make sure that you can get down the rest of the way safely. So go ahead and roll another. We'll say athletics check for that. It's fine. Uh, four. Four. <coughs> you attempt to try to find some footing. You know, it's very difficult for you to kind of like get a good visual of where mm-hmm. you're going while carrying someone on your back. You slip and you have a shortfall. Make a dex check. <laughs> Uh, 19. 19. You will take a grand total of one point of damage. One point of fall damage as you hit the ground. Uh, You'll need to make a dex save as well, please, as you're being carried by this individual. Uh, Dex save, not acrobatics or anything? It's a dexterity save. I will get a 15. Okay. Uh, You managed to land in a very kind of soft way um, on top of Great. Well, so you cushions your fall. <laughs> so at the bottom of this hole now, there is a heap of crate and Otis um, that have gone down. On my feet. <coughs> what are you guys? Who else is gonna go head down? Well, at least now there's cushioning. I say jump. Okay. <laughs> no. Is it, is it clear? <laughs> roll. No <laughs> barrel roll. Um, as you're recovering yourself, you hear sounds off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any sort of your? Are, what are you human? What are you? Dragonborn. Dragonborn. So you might have. You have improvision of some kind. Dark vision. Uh, I don't actually. S- I no. didn't see anything on. Cool. The, you don't. No. The halfling thing, doesn't either. So. Uh, you hear footsteps. Uh, rushed footsteps. Uh, several pairs mm-hmm. coming towards you. Torch, he he's on the ground. Okay. I never lit anyway. Yeah, he didn't lit oh. on the way down. Um, so you hear stuff coming at you that you mm-hmm. can't really see very well. Okay. Um, at the bottom of the hole. The rest of you see Crate um, trying to move Otis off the top of him and start trying to get up. Uh, who else is heading down after them? Mm-hmm. Garon and Rika. So, Rika, you were going to go to just do the fireman slide down. Yeah! You, uh, <laughs> roll a perception check. Okay. First, please. <laughs> That's a non-natural 20. So, okay. So, you go to start, like, you're getting all excited, like, I'm going to go down this really fast. And you look at it and you go, there's no ladder, no rungs, no nothing. Oh, man, I highly mistook this. I can't do that. No. So you start hurriedly climbing down the hole or regular speed? Uh, regular speed. I don't want to okay. exert myself. So you start going <laughs> down the hole. Um, you're not carrying anyone, so it's not going to be difficult nope. for you to purchase. Start handing down the hole. Um, as Crate gets to his feet, Otis, uh, you're already at your feet. You see... Uh, I was never not on my feet. You were on my shoulders. Yeah, but I was never not on my feet. Were you standing on my shoulders? Otis, as you get to your feet, <coughs> you see three Sorry. figures. That sounds unreal. 
heading down towards you. You're going to get to your feet. Uh, they look to be dark-skinned, kind of squat, uh, broad in the shoulders, uh, patches of white hair here and there. They seem to all be carrying different kinds of, we'll say, physical laboring implements, hammers, uh, pickaxes. Uh, one's wielding what looks to be like a double-ended shovel, of all things. Hot. They're coming very, very quickly towards you, which is impressive given their squatness. Two scoops. So at that point, then, what would end up happening is that we would have them do their surprise stuff, and then you guys would do initiative at this point. So there's no talking to them. That is not. You could. You could. (laughs) Go ahead and start having a conversation. Fire it off. Uh, Hello. Hi. Okay. Can. Can we? I, I have your attention. Oh boy! Oh Is that God. discernible at all? I don't think they nope. like that very much. Wait, do I hear that? As they're coming, <laughs> everyone <laughs> up, up, everyone up on the first floor hears this kind of like guttural, <coughs> growling roar. As they're coming towards you, it seems like all three of them did that exact sound in unison. Mm. You see, coming from their eyes, this kind of purple electricity and smoke of a glow coming out of their eyes, and as they open their mouths to make this sound, it flows from their mouths. It seems like it's also coming like from their ears, potentially, and maybe like their nose and things like that. So anything that's not like an enclosed space that's visually seen, you are seeing like this kind of purple, like, of smoky mask yeah. on their okay. face, yeah. Okay. Um, they are definitely uh, not responsive to your communication. If anything, it seems to make them just slightly more focused with their direction of moving forward. Ah. Well, well I feel the same way, guys. That ladder is whew, a doozy. Uh, uh. As, as Otis is trying to make communication, you stand up and you see these three beings rushing towards you that have made this large guttural sound. Um, what are you doing as Otis is trying to like talk them back a little bit? Oh, I'm just bantering. Sacred Bolt or Sacred Flame? Okay, so you're going to cast a combat spell. Yes. All right. So go ahead and cast a Sacred Flame. Okay. Um, where am I on the Yeah, they just have a deck save. I'm about midway. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about mm-hmm. half. You're going to be right above that. Yeah. And I'm going to fire across. Just stand behind me. Pur- purple Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> Make an order of going down the ladder. Marvel 18. Make an order of going down the ladder. Yeah, Yeah, they just have to make a deck saving throw or take one to Does everybody up top like start rushing down the ladder? It seems to me that's what you guys are doing. Um, really quick, uh, (laughs) I am assuming in between adventures we did not have any recuperative time. No. Okay. DC 12. Uh, so you aim at the one that's in the lead. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you going to the ladder too? Stumbles as. It takes the full force of this blast I'm on it. There, mm-hmm. I'm standing there looking down Taking the Taking a grand total of four damage. damage. Four damage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just fire stuff down Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> Fireball. Fire That's great. You can see them. Yeah. Um, four. four. Yep. But they were probably coming to the hole. <laughs> I mean, you're assuming they get there. <laughs> There's a fireball. It stuns it. Um, it recoils and it kind of starts stumbling over towards this direction, kind of out of sight. Mm-hmm. The other two uh, continue to move forward. Mm-hmm. 
you hear crate uh, above you as you fired off the blast the sound of <laughs> other people coming down the hole as fast mm-hmm. as they can. I will have moved if possible, yep. like just out of the way of the ladder. So you move out of the way of the ladder. Yep. Um, can I get in front of Otis at no, all? I, 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 have, no. I have a few questions for the DM when he has a second. Okay. Uh, I don't mean to make my character nervous, but I, as a player, am not familiar with how potions work. What I would like to do is only drink half of it. And I don't drink the whole thing or nothing. Okay. Uh, I guess I will do that when it is my turn. So, you're going to bring an uncommon healing potion just for two points? Uh, I have one hit point left. Oh, oh, I apologize. So, you go to move in front of Otis. um, As you can see, Otis reaching for a potion in their pocket. Mm -hmm. Otis, um, on your action, because then we're going to go into brittle action. Yep, yep. You pull back and grab the potion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go ahead and break the seal and pop it off and roll it. Thank you. Yeah, I just didn't know. So I just. Yeah, to they don't do por- no, portions. No, no, it does. Okay. Portion of potions. It's a heavy yeah. pour, eh? Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you hear that. Jump, jump, jump. Whoa. It's not bad. That's very, very good. Oh, 64. Yeah, that should put you up to four. Yeah, plus right. four, too. Yep, plus four. It's on the side yeah. of the Yeah, yep. I'm. Okay. I'm so you quaff your potion, uh, kind of desperately, just seeing the fact, like, oh god, this is not going to end well. Um, as that happens, we're going to do initiative coming down the ladder. So why don't we go ahead and roll you guys? I assume you're returning these to you, sir. Yeah. Uh, Gron. Five. I have a 15. That's a lot more than a 5. Yeah. What is where you at? It's three times oh. as much. Uh, I'm For initiative, I'm going to be a 12. Look at that. 15. Wow. Jules. Four. Slow, very slow. <laughs> Melicus. Seven. Hold a two. Great. 11. This is, this is the people that are at the top of the hole, but not in line for the ladder. No, nope, not in line not for the ladder. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, Rika, you're at the top of the heap with Lothar. Um, we're yep. going to go with you first because you're going down the ladder. Yep. Um, it's going to take you 10 feet of your movement to get down to the bottom of the ladder. That's fine. As you get down to the bottom of the ladder, yep. um, you do see uh, the dwarves kind of yep, I have dark coming in. Well, I'm doing a perception roll for you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, so you do see the fact that there are some things coming down the hallway at you. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? You have a little bit of the remainder of your movement. Um, uh, I'm going to use thaumaturgy, and I'm going to yell, stop! So you're going to... I'm sorry, <laughs> apologies. Stop! <laughs> Thank you. So explain thaumaturgy for people that don't know it. So you manifest a minor wonder, a sign of supernatural po- power within range. You create one of the following magic effects, uh, and this is within 30 feet. Your voice booms up to three times as loud as normal for one minute. Okay. You cause flames to flicker, brighten, dim, or change color for one minute. I can cause a harmless tremor in the ground for one minute. I can create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, such as blah 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 You instantaneously cause an unlocked door or window to fly open or slam shut. You alter your appearance. Uh, you all can alter the appearance of a, your eyes for one minute. Um, so what effect are you planning on using? I'm going to yell at them real loud. You're going to yell at them to stop? Yes. Okay. Roll persuasion. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, I have a feeling that's not going to do nothing. That's eight. An eight? <clears throat> mighty. You made this mighty... St- 
I go, stop! And they look at you yeah, that's as fair. they continue trucking on. Yeah. Uh, focusing kind of <coughs> at the large screaming noise that just made some, you know, barking at them. Mm. And you stop there at the bottom of the ladder. Oh, boy. Uh, so that means that, Drawn, there is Arika underneath of you. Woo! Uh, there's a little space there at the bottom of the ladder, it looks like. Right here? Yeah, right in that region. You want to try to get by Rika? Uh, well, I'd like to not be on the ladder. Okay. I can help whoever's coming down a little bit. I know it's... If you have a ready action, you're good. Mm, true. Uh, where I've already gone up and down uh, once, I'm pretty familiar. Yep. I feel like... Uh, uh, you're going to want to do an acrobatics with advantage. Because you're going to attempt to kind of do a, you know, an awkward dismount to get off of that. Awkward dismount. A D4 is not advantage. No, no, he's using his guidance. But oh, I think at this point that was just a one. Oh, yeah, guidance time. is on. Yeah. So you have a seven uh, and a... More than seven, what is that? That is oh, a yeah. 13 plus... What was it again? Acrobatics? Acrobatics, yeah. Uh, just 13. 13? Okay, so uh, you managed to get by Rika. Or, sorry, plus two. Okay, that's much better, though. Fifteen. Total. So, what, where are you going to want to be? You want to be here or here? You want to be to her right or in front of her? Uh, to her right. Okay. It's fine. So, you get out to the right of her. Um, you still have about half of your movement, so probably around fifteen. Okay. Speed of movement if you'd like to use it. Uh, sure. I don't. Okay. I, I, I want to be behind the uh, dragon person there. That seems like a good place so for the squishy to be. Okay. Yep, no, good. It's, uh, right in the back. Good place okay. for me. Any actions you're going to prepare? Or you just going to just kind of sit. No, I'm going to just be ready. Okay. Ready for the for the stabbing and the sneaking. Uh, Otis, uh, you are up next on stack. Uh, uh, I would like to been move. Been rejuvenated by your juice. Uh, I would I would like to move directly forward to the what appears to be dwarf. Uh, yep. One. Yep. Right through. Him. So you move forward towards this kind of dark-skinned, you know, hulking animal. He looks dwarf-like in appearance. Um, I'm going to set <coughs> my next spell that I'm ready for stun, because I don't know much about magic beyond what spells I know. So I suspect there's some nefariousness afoot, so I don't actually want to kill this poor soul. Okay. But I would like to render him unconscious with my powerful magic. Okay. And uh, I will cast foot as my spell allotment for fist is rather low today. So go ahead. You wind up your mighty foot. Uh, I'm going to go with oh, I have my attack thing. At least over sixteen. Plus two for proficiency plus your dex. That was on the sheet probably. Somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it might be on your spell casting sheet. Which is so it's probably twenty one. Oh, here it is. There we go. Plus five. Yeah, so 21. Okay. You managed to make a good spin with your foot spell, connecting yep. with the side of its face for a whopping... Uh, two on the die, plus three, so five. Okay. And then I will use, uh, barring something else happening, my offhand secondary spell. Okay. A foot again. Uh, I'll probably use the other foot. That seems fair. What kind of twisted arm is it? 
Uh, I've got a nine that time, so probably not. Uh, you go to spin around with your second foot uh, mm-hmm. cantrip. <laughs> yeah, really. A deeply spiritual one. And it has anticipated yourself, your spell, and made it saving throw. Ah, yes. Well, it's not at my DC for saving throws. It's not as high as I would like, but uh, soon. <laughs> Crate, uh, you are currently mm. at the top of the food chain. <clears throat> As a dragon, that makes sense. No, not on the ladder. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, not on the ladder either. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out mm-hmm. um, where we're at. So, oh, actually, Lothar should be doing something. Lothar, oh, what are you going to okay. do? You going to try to squeeze past everyone? No. Um, how, how many squares wide is the hole? It is going to be one square, technically, so it'll be a five foot by five okay, foot. Okay, so it's only The actual width of it will probably be, it'll say somewhere right around like eight feet. As it heads down, like the initial opening is probably about five feet, so you can get a person down it. But it widens a little bit on the back side of it. Uh, you could definitely, definitely uh, make some rica pate if you fell down. <laughs> that would be just because it happened the last time. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna hold your action. I'm, I'm holding. Okay, you're holding oh, your action. That'd be my just desserts. Ugh. You hear my voice right. in the back of your head. For um, reason. Then crate. What are you gonna do? Okay. Uh, so <laughs> as my interacting with an item as part of my move, yep. I will get out my uh, warhammer instead okay. of the spear. Right. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> walk up <laughs> to the side of the purple guy. Okay. Uh, one more square. Here. Uh, actually, you know what? I am gonna, I am gonna stay there. Okay, so you saddle up <coughs> next to Otis. Yep. And I will, I'll just uh, warhammer that okay. that thing, purple thing. You pull from your side your mighty warhammer mm-hmm. and swing it down upon the foe that has been hit with previous magical energies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Uh, seventeen to hit. Seventeen will hit. Okay, and three damage. Okay. Now we will go on to these guys. The guy that got hit in the face with the magical blast of <coughs> clerical love, mm-hmm. uh, he has kind of recovered from that, and he starts maneuvering himself around the corner. The generally uh Dwarven being in front of the two of you uh, has kind of really become frustrated by the amount of interaction from the small spellcaster in front of him. Yes. He pulls back with his mighty double-ended shovel and brings it to bear down upon the halfling. Two will not hit. The gentleman next to him will come down with his. He will come. He will move up. He will then also attempt to swing down the halfling. Uh, two will also not hit. <laughs> I like that guy. And um, <laughs> they kind of start positioning themselves uh, next to each other. They start kind of going shoulder to shoulder to kind of prepare to take the brunt of the two beings in front of them. Uh, next up. In there is uh, Melikus, still kind of traveling down the hallway. Right below you, you have Rika. If I was to get halfway down the hall, 
could I make a ranged spell attack at the dwarves? You would not be able to see them. I can't see them. I oh. have to get all the way down to see them. Yep, you have to be able to so get all the way down. It's like a tube going down, It's like a tube going down, down yeah. Okay, and so... It flares just a little bit to be able to give you room with your back and stuff like that so you can right. climb properly. But oh, to get down the hole... we rolled a 20. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you wouldn't be able to kind of get visual through on that. Oh, so you could get, if you wanted to, you could get all the way down the hole... Um, because as people have been going down, you've gone down about halfway, so you'd have like half of your movement getting out. Okay. Could I get down the hole and, and not be right on top of Rika and Gron? Yeah, if you wanted to get past Rika, you'd have to make an athletics check. That's fine. If you follow me, it's fine. I deserve this. Is it always athletics? Because it's kind of, well, <laughs> for this it's going to be. Because that's what I've chosen. Yeah. Careful with your hollow bones, you might break something if you fall. So... <laughs> He's gonna wait. He's gonna go down. But you'd have to do with the tips. Or just yeah. <laughs> time it. If I was to go down and let's say I fail the athletics check, yes. can I still cast the range spell? If you land on your feet, sure. Can I cast from my back? I would say at disadvantage potentially. Okay. I'll make the athletics check. Okay, go for it. You're gonna attempt to squeak by Rika. That's a seven. Squeaka, if you will. So you attempt to move past our friend Rika. Um, she was great. You land in a heap. Mm. Thankfully not on Gron also. But in front of Gron. It is raining men. Uh, you're looking up Hallelujah. from your back as you had you know anticipated you're not so elegant descent past these people. Uh, and you attempt to kind of canter up something maybe with your hands or, you so know. Do I have any movement left to stand up first? From the top of the hole. Huh? <laughs> Do I have any movement left to stand up first? And that's where uh, you stayed, the gallant knights at the top of the hole. You tried to get them standing together for this and you guys all ignored me. Half move, but you fall. Do you feel like that scene from the last Avengers movie? I will cast, in that case, I want to cast Vicious mockery okay. at the dwarf right in front of, um, yeah, or halfway in front. I'm sorry. Sure. Oh, Otis. Otis, Otis right. Yep. Um, which is a wisdom save. Yes. What are you going to do for mockery? Um, I'm going to look over at that and I'm going to be like, uh, I see this. Uh, not the wisdom save. Um, I see two guys ganging up on this dwarf and I go, What's the matter? You can't handle yourself against these two here? Thirteen. Thirteen for you. Yeah. He is at a disadvantage now. He um can kind of understand what you're saying. He takes a D four psychic damage. Okay. Did he fail? Uh, hey Tony, love you. Yeah. Love you Tony. See you Monday. Four. So <clears throat> four and his disadvantage on his next attack roll. He gets a little shook. Uh, maybe he kind of understood what you're saying. It doesn't seem like they really understand conventional language, at least in the mind of Otis. And but he understood great. Oh, oh, he yeah. definitely understands what I said. He understood the intent of the voice the way mm -hmm. that you were saying it. Um, so, next we have... Gron? Yeah. I would like to move... I'm going to step over what seems to be a body yep. and move in behind Crate. Over here? Yep. Um, hey, Crate. 
Uh, weapons drawn, yep. ready to be supportive mm-hmm. in the ways that I help. Okay. So you're standing there supporting? Yep, I'm looking for opportunities to uh, stab. Okay. Uh, Jules. Um, I'm just probably going to spend the not, time not trying crazy. to get down the line. Okay. Sure, roll me some okay. athletics. You get by. Do you, to, do you need to do that without rolling athletics? No. Be, be careful. <laughs> sure, there is. You could get all the way down to the bottom. And potentially get by Rika um, by going slowly and carefully. It would take your entire move action, and I will let you attempt to do this at advantage. It'll have a slightly higher difficulty. You roll two d20s, and you'll take the die the high die for athletics. Yes. Is this point in the where you're supposed to include? Okay. So eleven. So, oh, no, you, no, sorry. Six, uh, so you get all the way down, you just get past Rika, um, you kind of like use your hollow bones to be able to kind of nimbly <laughs> glide past Rika maybe. Um, we're now on to potentially Lothar if he wants to use his held action. Well, I'm looking at all these people climbing down this ladder, trying to get past this person at the bottom of the ladder. Yep. I'm wearing heavy armor. Right. <laughs> going... Fuck that. <laughs> so, yeah, I ain't doing anything. Continue to hold. Are there any apples nearby me? Nothing. Nothing? No well, apples? I wouldn't even eat them if they were nearby. Oh, I wasn't. I was going to chuck them down the hole. You, you, should, <laughs> you should stand, balancedly stand guard to make sure we're not attacked from Oh, yeah, behind. I'm not... I'm yeah. not like sitting there like casually the guard, watching. Like, I've got my I sword. And my no one's gonna get down there without my permission. Like, yeah, no, that's not <laughs> happening. <laughs> okay, so as we come back around uh, to the top of the turn, we have Rika, who sees Lothar kind of like, like looking down, just kind of like looking like going if, like. If you look up at me, I'm like, you could move. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry about that. That was a bit of a dick move. Hey, Lothar, I'm gonna move now, so you can come down whenever you want. So I'm gonna move yeah. further up the. Yeah. Uh, so how would you like to move further up? Uh, do you have any range weapon? Do I have any range weapon? Do you have a dagger? No. Um. Do you want to lose your dagger? No. I have well, some like for it after. I have yes, I have daggers. <laughs> I'll I'll chuck a dagger. And well, you don't. You, you probably still want to move. Could yeah, yeah, I'm gonna move further. I was gonna say you want to chuck a dagger mm-hmm. into melee. Uh, I'm gonna move up near. Ron, but behind Otis, because if I throw my dagger, I, Otis may not be affected. He's so go <laughs> right ahead if you want to do that. You don't have to. I'm just asking if you have any range weapon or anything. I do. I have two daggers. Please don't roll a one. Would you like to throw them? I would like to throw one. Throw one. I'm going to throw one at the one in front of Otis currently. Go right ahead. Thank you. He is locked in combat. He's going to be at disadvantage. Not a one? So roll another die. Mm-hmm. He's in combat, so he's... So he's, you're trying to sh- uh, do a range attack and somebody is melee. Okay. And obscured, so you're going to be disadvantaged. So roll Why is he obscured? He's a halfling. It's they're in con- They're both the same. They're close to the same. Oh, I'm going to say, and it's a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> what? Mm. What'd you roll? You rolled a one. I rolled a 16 and a 17. Okay, oh, excellent. Nice. Uh, you throw your dagger um, yeah. as the dwarf and Otis are kind of dancing back and forth. Attempts oh. to find purchase for don't dance. getting <laughs> into each other's face. Uh, you wing a dagger into the dwarf for a grand total of how many a damages? Four. Three damage. Plus your dex. Oh, plus my dex. Is you should be proficient with daggers. I am proficient with it. Um, with dex, uh, plus two, so it would be five. Yeah, 
Uh, Otis, uh, a dagger has been flown past your head and has sunk itself into the neck of the dwarf that's in front of you. Uh, you can see as the dagger sinks into its skin that the blood that comes out has got a deep kind of glowing purplish hue to it. Mm. So potentially not... Trying to be nice, but I don't think it's gonna work. Cause I'm kind of like, you know, maybe they're just under some spell, but okay. when it's to the blood level, save plus rates. It's to the blood level. Yeah. So That's what are you so gonna do? Uh, <laughs> what yeah. what size category is that dwarf? Is he a medium or small? Cause I'd like to move past him if he's medium. He is medium. You can attempt to move past him. Uh, I'm not gonna leave his melee range. Because of the melee. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna walk to the other side of him. Without okay. leaving his threat range, and How? He's a halfling. I'm a halfling, so I can move through a square occupied by something of a size category larger than okay. I am. But the other square still threatens you. Yeah, I'm not okay. leaving any. I don't believe I'm leaving anyone's threat range. I just literally want to get on the other side, right. and then uh, punch him in the back of the head. Okay, so how are you going to move? Just uh, forward to the square directly behind him. This one here. Yep. Okay, so. In order for you to be able to do that, yep. okay, so you're going to do that. It's going to be fine. You'll be able to move past him. Mm -hmm. He will not be able to take a swing at you, but the guy behind him might be able to. So what you're going to need to do in order to be able to do that is we're going to have you do some, we're going to have you roll perception. So that way you can kind of keep an eye on two targets, or three targets potentially at the same time. All right. And navigate the area safely. Uh, I got an 18. Okay, so you move to the other side of these two dwarves in front of you. You notice the dwarf behind him. You duck uh, as to avoid its, you know, kind of grab at you as you get to the other side. And you try to swing at the original target that you intended, which is the dwarf that was directly in front of you. Is that what you were doing? Yes, I am going to cast... The Forbidden Spell, it's the third spell I know, hopefully no one will notice, and cast Elbow backwards at him, and then with my other attack, I'll drive the fist forward into the dwarf now in front of me, because I wanted to face the not-purple guy. Okay. Uh, you can attack... Okay, so you were attacking him, that was your intention? Yep. Okay. So you can go ahead and attack him with your first attack, Yep. and if you attack him because of the fact that you had to make all of these avoidances and stuff like that, it would be a disadvantage. I'm That's willing to take. Yep. I'm willing to That's take that. Okay, so the first not disadvantaged yep. with the forbidden spell of elbow will hit on a twenty. Not yep. natural though. Yep, this one. And that will be. I am. I am going for lethal now. If that makes a difference. Okay. Uh, for six. All right. <coughs> what? And then. I like this guy though. Hitting the. <laughs> Dwarf that is now on the other side of you, and right. you're now sandwiched in between. And this is then just 2d20, pick the lowest. Yep. Okay. Uh, well, one was an F20, but uh, otherwise 16 for the disadvantage. Okay. So that'll end up uh, making some connection with, you know, like how he tries to swing at you, and your fist manages to kind of make connection with his own fist, but in such a manner where it kind of like crumples his hands to hair. Fist so then roll damage. All right. Mm, maybe not that. Uh, that will be five. Okay. Did I break his hand? Uh, at this point, now you 
kind of feel like you're in a little bit of a precarious situation due to the fact that you are now surrounded on all sides uh, <laughs> by these large, dark-skinned dwarves. Great. Well, I uh, see my little buddy there kind of surrounded, so I'm just going to hit the, the guy I hit before. So this is the guy you hit the first, you're going to hit this guy? Or well, this guy? I attacked the purple guy okay, so with my hammer up. previously, yep. so I'm going to do it so again. So you're going to try to sink one into his side again? Yep. Uh, let's see, 18 to hit. 18. Or sorry, 20 to hit. 20 will hit. Uh, the 6 plus 2, 8 damage. Okay. So as you bring your warhammer down to bear, uh, it has, you manage to catch it as it turns its head because it got hit a little a little bit in the side by Otis as he moved by. It, it distracted him just enough so you can connect square into the side of this melon, bringing it straight down to the ground in a heap. Um, it drops kind of like you'd imagine somebody would drop if they were concussed. Their body goes completely and totally stiff and they just drop to the ground. Hmm. As he hits the ground, a wave of purple energy just kind of flows out of it and creates like a pool of this purple energy mist around mm. this dwarf as it's on the ground. Um, okay. Now we have our friends. Well, you still have a held action, don't forget. Oh, okay. I was waiting for you to come back to me. Well, no, you have a held action. Oh, you so can I interrupt just inter I just interrupt yep. you? Yeah. I didn't want to be rude. No, you can be rude in this instance. Um, I'm assuming I can't <coughs> see the cluster. You can hear right all now. of it. You can hear all of it. You know that there is a mix up going but on. But I, I can't tell that it's so narrow and clogged because I can't see that, right? No, but you can see people trying to like sneak by each other as they went down the hole just to get down the ladder. Yeah, I'll start climbing down the ladder. Okay. You get down to the bottom of the ladder. I'm going to give you probably about 10 feet left of your movement to go because right. you're hurt. You know, unless you want to go down in a really fast hurry. No, okay, not, not in order. <laughs> Do you want to stay where you're at or you want to move forward a little further? Um, you get a little bit of a gap there, but you can see that there's this really, really bad bottleneck happening where you're at. As, as far up as my normal movement will allow me to go. Use this d4 here to mark the oh. dwarf. Would you like a, a black marker? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, so at, that happens. You get down. You can see the rest of the group is kind of entangled in an area. The dwarves are, these dark-skinned dwarves are, Beating on your friends or your new compatriots. The this guy is gonna go. He's now taking like a like a couple of really really bad shots. He's gonna bring this big maul down on top of the half one in front of him. What's your AC? Fifteen, but I'm sure it's lower because I'm surrounded. Well, I could. He's uh, he could have rolled advantage. I think the other guy's just gonna do everything. So. <laughs> oh, he's just gonna do with me. Wizards are not so easily just dealt with. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're right. Wizards clear. aren't. <laughs> Keep talking, Jake. You take an eight points of damage. Woof. All right. <coughs> As he brings this big hammer down right so, into your shoulder. So I can hold over the extra points of healing I had till I need it later, right? <laughs> no. Can I throw it, it up and drink it again? Crushes, <laughs> it crushes into your shoulder. Uh, almost dislocating it. You feel like it's a really, really bad hit. Oh no, my spell um, slots are cut in half. <laughs> the, uh, he then um, 
seems to be like he comes down, it goes into your shoulder, and almost his follow-through is just perfect where it comes down and just hits the ground like he was actually trying to strike the rock with his pitching shield. Awesome. You can see that in his body positioning, he's coming back to literally re to reset himself for the next swing down as if he was just trying to like strike a uh, nail into the ground or strike a post into the ground. The other dwarf, uh, seeing the huge dragon beast thing in front of him that has just knocked over a guy right next to him, uh, he will be swinging directly at that <coughs> cleric. Uh, he bring, tries to bring this pick into bear on you and it misses. He then is kind of starts psyching himself, it looks like. like He starts pulling his arms in a little bit. You can see his head starts veining a little bit. Mm. You can see his back starts stretching at the fabric that's going across the back of his cloth. So, mm. uh, there's him doing that. The Melicus. Yes. What does the Melicus say? Uh, Melicus is going to stand up, first of all. Stand, get up, stand Sorry, up. I'm standing right in front of you. Okay. Um, I'm going to look straight down the hallway at the one that just hit Otis and be like, hey, ugly, uh, pick up somebody your own size. And cast Vicious Mucker again. All right. <laughs> He <laughs> hears your sounds and looks at you. And with determination, now that there is this, you know, crushed nail that's in front of him, he brushes it aside and he steps forward past it and stands here as he makes an advance towards the sound of just this, whatever this horrible noise was. That was directed at him. And as I see that, I'm going to use my bonus action to give bardic inspiration to Ibuka. Ooh! She is standing in front of me. So weird seeing a bard that actually uses. If he's disengaging <laughs> from an action, doesn't that op get an opportunity attack from Otis? Potentially? It would. Her bard does not have that. Go ahead and roll an attack roll. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I rolled a natural twenty. Excellent. What does that oh, do in this bard. edition now? You're going to roll dice times yeah. two for damage. Or two, di your, double your dice for damage. Okay. Thank you. <clears throat> Not up to die. Good call. Your result. Oh. All right. Thank you. Uh, that will be a three, so that's six plus the bonus three, so nine. You kind of reach up with the back with your back arm. My good arm. And hit him in the side, and he kind of takes a little bit of a wince, but he just keeps walking forward. He does not break pace. Uh, Gron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the wooden <coughs> kind of things on the side, uh, do those take up the entire space of the uh, tunnel, or is there any room above or... What do you mean? Can he climb on them? Can the I, boxes? Yeah, can I climb on these boxes? Uh, you can attempt to climb on the boxes. It would be difficult. Like, you'd have probably like a, you know, maybe three and a half, four feet of space as he went past them above you. But you could try to do that. Hmm. They're very large crates. They're designed to be, you know, holding large amounts of material. Right, right. 
not not too uh, unlike our own crate. Ah, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, hello. Uh, 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 <laughs> Greetings, Halo uh, moment. <laughs> you guys suck. Um, uh, I don't want to get stabbed because that is going to make it really hard for me to settle down. Um, so I think I'm going to just ready my action okay. and uh, wait. Wait patiently. I don't want to get stabbed. Well, I don't. I don't either. So. Right? Okay. Thank you. Uh, I mean, that's like a family motto, isn't it? Um, the okay. it's on the what are you doing? It's on the crest. Uh, I'm gonna move up here. Is that like an arm and hammer? Probably. Can I? Can I even see any of them? You can attempt this. You can do that. There would be some disadvantage. You get a lot of stuff in the line, but you can do something. What if I try to do toll the dead, which is just a wisdom save? You still have to have full line of sight. Is it a range touch attack, or it just happens? No, it's sixty feet. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, uh, whichever one has been hit, I'm pretty sure they all have it. Well, point. they all have been hit, but I'm not gonna tell you how much damage they have. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. As long as they're hit, it does yeah. the same. Um, so it's wisdom save, okay. or they take d12. On him. Um, that motherfucker. Okay. Wisdom save? Yeah. DC for you is what, 13? Uh, 12. So, you attempt to, you know, summon this dark energy for your Toll of the Dead. Like, how, how, what, what do you do as a ritual for Toll of the Dead to cast this spell? How do you cast this spell? Um, Almighty right. Birdman. I'm just going to do like a raising up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a little barter town kind of thing when you're just like, you know. Just like a small town. Just like, get up, get okay. up. Um, you guys need a soundboard for this. It'd be, be so great. good. So. I'm a bard wizard. Yeah. Kind of. What would you describe Toll of the Dead would look like if it was achieved? Uh, not sure. Honestly, well, I mean, it's a bell. Right. So it would probably just, let's see, I mean, according to the spell. Well, what do you want it to look like? Uh, I mean, the bell seemed fine. Okay. So but I'd probably just make it with my mouth. Right. Out of my mouth. So you start, you know, making this kind of almost, you know, so scratchy bell sound that starts, you know, ringing through the area, uh, directed in kind of like this echoing pattern towards this dwarf, and it just, it does not care. It just is like it, it, it kind of looks over at you and it's just kind of like doing a little, you know, like you know, Night of the Roxbury. Night of the Roxbury head head bob a little bit and it just keeps kind of going to town. I got they're so far gone. Um, uh, Lothar. The, the bird comes up behind me and sounds like a church. Yeah, great, right? <laughs> Lothar, where are you? What are you doing here? Church. You've got I'm some. I'm uh, a fan of this party now. Okay. Like, um, yeah, there's no way I'm getting through there. You can try. I would allow you to try. If I can, I will try to get through to the open square right in front of Okay. So if you want to navigate past them, what I would have you do is I would have you make and the person whose square you'd make make athletics checks. <laughs> awesome. What's up? I mean, or acrobatics. I mean, we have the situation fairly under control. Yeah. You could just hold your action. Um, 
Yeah, not uh, according to my personality, I can't. Right. Because the thing is heading towards Rika. That's right. <laughs> I must <laughs> save my bride to be. I didn't agree to this. So how would you like to do this? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I'm going to be like... I, didn't, I had no idea. I barely know this, man. Excuse, excuse me. Oh, so, oh. Who are you gonna so who are you going to muscle by? That's the question. You're going to try to, like, you know, make your way kind of, like, daintily through in your armor past Gron. Okay. Yeah. So you and Gron are going to make a, I guess we're going to call it a dexterity save. Oh. Acrobatics, we're going to call it acrobatics. Yeah, that's not good for me. Okay. Um. Oh. Oh. One. Okay. I got a two. Okay. <laughs> so you start, you know. Actually a one unmodified. Oh, with modified. Minus one. You start trying to say, you know, pardon me, pardon me to Gron. <laughs> And Gron just kind of like turns and looks at you and just puts her hand on your chest and just pushes you back. <laughs> and just is like, no. Like, 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 you know, she's just like, no, I'm standing here. This is where I am. And you're not going by. Don't touch me. Wait in line. I have been, I'm going to stab them first. <laughs> With that said, because Gron has turned and pushed you back, Gron now is going to do something. What are you going to do? Uh, well, your 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 ineptness has forced her saved action. I guess I am going to go into the spot, the open spot there. Yeah, and you're like, no, this is my spot. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna get in here now. This is me. So well, can I take can I take his spot now? Uh, no, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, I touched a woman without permission. This is the worst. I am going to all the seven hills. All right, so. Uh, you step up, you see, you see these two oh, dark dwarves in front of you. One of the ones was the one you saw previously. Still. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Um, so what were you going to do with these two beings in front of you? Well, I'd like to rape your one in the... Thanks for adding the R. <laughs> what, one on the head? Well, I have a rapier and a dagger okay. in my uh, equipment. Yeah, you can so, make an attack with the rapier. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do that. Which one? Uh, the one that I'd seen earlier. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, apparently, the white-haired, dark dwarf. I have to make sure that it doesn't tell anybody that it saw me, because that will totally destroy my reputation. That is correct. Are they? Except Are they for the already told too. That one, like, I gotta white hair well. and dark skin. What'd you roll? I rolled a, a mighty one. A mighty Ooh. one. Unmodified. You attempt to unfurl your rapier to make a strike. And this dwarf who has, you know, obviously just waltzed past the Otis that was in front of it, uh, sees you and has already come back with its hammer. Oh, that's not good. And then brings it down upon you. Uh, what is the class of your armor? Uh, 14. 14. It brings the hammer down directly into the arm that was attempting to pull out the rapier. Sweet. I'm sorry you were too far away oh. to protect. <laughs> uh, you take... You. Ten points of damage. Sweet! Luckily for me, I am relentlessly endurant. Yes. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna just take a little, take a little meal real quick. As it just 
pumps that hammer right into your arm, you can just feel something just let go. And in the amount of pain that happens, you just crumple to the side, dropping directly down, not even to your knees, but you kind of like fall into almost a sitting position. The, um, He now has kind of started paying very deep attention to the half orc that was in front of him that attempted to stop his advance forward. Uh, Rika, you've seen one of these two dwarves Mm -hmm. just walk through (coughs) and take hits and just not care about what was happening as it's now, as it's been advancing through members of your party in this hallway. Yeah, that's that's pretty terrifying. This is super eerie, isn't it? Okay, well. Um It's not like we have a cleric or anything. Oh wait. Uh, uh, spell slot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's true. Um, I'm sorry there, I buddies. Can't, <laughs> I can't get past Gron currently replaced. You Gron is sitting on the ground. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You could in my mind, if you wanted to be in the same square as Bond, you could. But anything that you would do there would be a disadvantage. Exactly. And that's something I would prefer to avoid if possible. Excellent. Um, I I want to try to identify these. I grew up in a church. Okay. You grew up in a church. So you're going to want to roll... Religion. Religion. I want to know if perhaps in my perusings of, of notebooks in the past, um, I know anything about these guys. Sure, go ahead and roll some I'm going to use my Dungeons and Jesus. You can roll first. Oh, that's my job, eh? <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. That is a ten. A ten. Uh, you look at them and you go, yeah, these are really, really, really darkly tan dwarfs. <laughs> Oh, that's weird, guys. These are super weird. How looking. do you get Sorry. such a tan being underground? <laughs> Where do you know. go to get your tan? I can barely find anyone above this in the surface world. Your attempt to identify is going to be seen as a bonus action. That's you like to do fine. Um, I will throw my other dagger at this boy. Go for it. Thank you. I will. Okay. Plus dex and proficiency two for the attack. Okay. Is a nineteen? A nineteen will hit. I love to hear that. I bet you do. I do. Where's my D three that I've been using? That's so weird. Crazy how life works. Hold on, I guess I'll use this one. That is three damage. Three damage. Yes. Oh, there it is. God, I'm an idiot. Okay. You're not an idiot. You said it, not me. Thank you, Jason. Uh, Roger, your boy back. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Uh, you kind of like wondering what it is. You pull <laughs> another <laughs> dagger out from your hip. Just kind of, you know, casually toss it towards it as it's reeling its hammer back again. Uh, you manage to get the ha- this dagger stuck into, like, its belly. Ooh. And it just kind of gets stuck in there, and you can see more of this purplish kind of fog and blood ooze out of its side. Uh, Otis, 
you are up next. Up next. So, is there anything for called shots in this? Like, does that matter at all, or is it just narrating attacks? It's narrating attacks. Okay. So I will attempt whatever arm is fully functional. I'd like to use the opposite leg <coughs> to start off with kicking out one of its knees, the one that just walked past me, okay. and then as it goes down on that side, use my good arm to strike it at that angle. Okay. So a sweeping attack, we'll call it similar to a grapple, so respond. Staying away from grapples. Well, I just want to do a, to do a, I just want to do a kick and then a swing. Were you trying to sweep its legs out? Nope. Or were you just just okay. foot to back of elbow to make it crumple enough so okay. I can get extra leverage down Go for on its head. So the first one... Uh, it's probably going to miss at a 9. Yeah. So I stepped awkwardly, and then the second one uh, will be a 14. Uh, you try to swing your leg into him. You're very, very off balance because of the fact that you've kind of lost the use of this noodle that's now on the side of your body. Um, so it's not, you come short with your leg, you bring your good arm around to try to get purchase on it and it kind of senses you in some kind of weird way shifting its body forward just about a half of a foot as it's still reeling back the hammer in preparation as it's doing that you can see that the skin on its back is starting to tear through the cloth and you see that its shoulders are kind of broadening as it's moving past you. Crate. Hi. The oh, hey there. Okay. Guys, just be careful. They have resistance to magic. The two dwarven creatures in front of you mm -hmm. seem to be, in your mind, uh, rolling your roll me some perception. Uh, eight. Or sorry, no. Uh, Perception, uh, six. Okay. Uh, seem to be kind of focusing their attempts, their their their, <coughs> their directions past you. It almost seems mm -hmm. like they have tunnel vision. Um, what are you going to do? Um, well, I uh, call my Warhammer Northern Comfort because I make people go to sleep. Yeah. Jesus. And uh, I'm gonna hit the the guy. Which one? The farther one from okay. me. So. I'm so yep. happy right now. Uh, that's a what, plus four, 21 to hit. Unofficial. 21. We'll get t-shirts made at some point. <coughs> yeah. That's survivor. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, you bring your hammer down and you make some contact with its chest. Mm -hmm. um, what do you have for total damage? Uh, five. Uh, it seems to stagger just briefly. Mm -hmm. um, Turning its attention towards you, it then brings down its hammer. You can see as it makes its arc mm -hmm. that the hammer seems to make contact and start sending sparks across the ceiling, which seems rather high. Um, the that they that seem to have gotten my bigger. So sorry. Like they are literally somehow expanding in size. Both They're getting them? larger. The both of them are. 
uh, simultaneously. Mm -hmm. It brings its hammer down to you. I have thoughts that it was a good thing. <laughs> What's this we nonsense? So you have an I'm standing over here. Armor. Um, so that comes down and it makes a resounding clang right into the side of your helmet. Oh, no. That's smarts. Um, oh, ouchie. He, he calls his NyQuil. <laughs> Two Benadryl. Exactly. This is the antihistamine. Sorry, Nyquil trademark. Antihistamine. <laughs> you take a total. You take a total of twelve damage. Right into the side of your noggin. Oh. Whoa. You have this yeah. massive resounding <laughs> ring uh, as you make a Constitution save. I'm down. Uh, Oh, natural 20. Whoa. Nice. Hey. Um, is this huge ring, <coughs> you get knocked back. Uh, you literally get knocked backwards because of the, just the absolute impact and force sends you kind of careening into the wall and you bounce across it. Mm -hmm. You manage to kind of put your hand, you drop your hammer, you put your hands to your head, mm -hmm. and you hold the helmet with your hands so that way it can stop kind of the sonic resonance that happens yeah. just from the amount of just pure force that was put behind it. Um, you see this dwarf now that was in front of you that is just now this just massive being somehow. Mm. And, you know, you think that it's like some sort of like illusion because of just the amount of pain that you've had in your head. But as your eyes clear, you see, oh, no, it's actually bigger. This is really <laughs> not a good thing. Um, the other dwarf then moves. Can I use a reaction even though I'm down? Uh, you're... Like, because like, it's when I get hit by an attack. Yep, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, when I get hit by an attack, uh, let's see, actually I can't use it because I'm not five feet away anymore. Just push me. Never mind. You can do it in the process of being moved away. Okay. Uh, so the creature makes a dexterity saving throw. Uh, it takes 2d8 lightning or half as much. So it's going to take half as much. Okay. So, so yeah, because it's, uh, it'd be 12 for the saving of the DC. Yep. Uh, so that would be... And this is my Wrath of the Storm. Yeah. I can use it twice per day, so that'll be two damage. He then starts, as he hits you, and you see he's huge. Um, <coughs> just this kind of, you know, from nowhere, bolts of electricity come out from the walls and from above mm -hmm. and just start hitting mm -hmm. this big dwarf right in the face. Uh, Electricity courses through his eyes. You can see it flow out of his mouth, out of his ears. You can see it kind of crackle up the war this hammer that it had as it just stops as it was coming down for its second swing. Kind of the hammer stuck in the stone above as it's just dragged the hammer through the stone and it just gets stuck. Mm. You can see that there's smoke rising from his hands as they've been kind of cooked and welded to the hammer, and the dwarf is just standing there, now not moving, mm -hmm. um, and this kind of purple glowing mist and miasma kind of flows down out of its body. Mm, that's a great word. Mist? Yeah, I love it. Yeah. The other dwarf <laughs> so good. Um, then takes, this is the one with the double shovels, um, Digger. takes the end of it, 
one end drops down as he's larger and pushes forward with it into drawing this in front of him. That's not good. Uh, what's your AC? 14. 14. He does not make connection with you. He attempts to do it, and you just, you're like, uh, no, and you, like, you still, with your good arm, you push the shovel head to the side as you kind of sidestep it. You, oh, no, you're not. You're on the ground. Uh, oh, crap, he misses at advantage. Another missed connection. Nope, the advantage hits. Sorry. Uh, the shovel head actually comes into connection because you're on the ground oh, and shit. pushes just the tip of it in such a manner into your hip. It's just, just the tip. Just the tip. Into your hip. Apparently, Zane wasn't that good at Wow, not massive. Only does five points of damage as it dislocates your hip and makes this huge gash now. Your, your shovel's digging into my hip. <laughs> um, I'm at negative five HP. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Melicus, things are looking pretty bad. Although now, like these huge growing beings in front of you, they are just wanting to go forward, and there is not much that is stopping them. Do Do we still hear the chanting? You do. Do they still hear the chanting? You can hear. There, uh, this remaining dwarf's breath and his like body, it kind of uh, make a that's a twelve. Twelve. You can hear it. You can see his body kind of moving in a rhythm, like its chest moves in a rhythm. You can hear its like grunts and its laboring sounds and the sounds of these these dwarves when they do their actions they still have like a rhythmic cadence that doesn't break you know there it almost seems like there's some sort of like a like a chant that's just in part of their bodies that just keeps them moving forward is it loud or is it kind of just I will hold your tongue. Please hold your tongue, sir. Yeah, I don't know if I can co-sign that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do I think that if I was to use my flute and play a different melody, could I play over it and see if I could disrupt them? You can think that. Question <laughs> that that is, is anything that you're going to try? In your character's mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, sure. All right. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. So let's do some performance. That's a 21. All right. So you need to... What kind of rhythm are you going to do? Something more... Uh, Fast-paced, okay. kind of jig-like to kind of get, because they're doing this slow, melodic, over and over. I'm going to try and switch it up on them. You, so as you begin to play, you pull out your flute, and you begin to play. Uh, not anymore Jethro Tull, because it didn't help upstairs. But hey, my iron flash worked. The, um, you start playing, you start by matching the rhythm that they have. And you start trying to manipulate that into a faster rhythm. No. Into a fast 
It's the roof. It's a black thing. Is it on fire? No. <laughs> Is the it roof? breaking? Should we raise it? So it's not my this... son, but I will raise it. <laughs> so this, you start changing this rhythm. You start doing it slowly, moving back and forth into the rhythm that you're seeing and hearing from the creature. As it happens, you see it's like this pulsation of this purple coming from their face and this mist and everything. It starts speeding up and speeding up and slowing down, speeding up, speeding up, slowing down, kind of almost matching the rhythm. The It starts to pull its eyes away from Gron, and you can see that it starts searching for what this sound is that's now got its focus. Um, you should roll. What are you going to do? Uh, I guess it depends on whether or not whether or not I think that this is distracting to them. You think that it's distracting them? Um, then I want to continue playing and changing the beat periodically. Okay. So you continue to do that. It starts to kind of make its posture and its shoulders and its positioning and its stance like it's aiming its body directly in your direction. Okay. So it's focused on where the sound's coming from. Uh, I'm going to say Jules. I'm not keeping it. Take five feet of movement to move back. That's fine. What you going to do there, Birdo? Hide Piper. Um, I think I'm just going to ready... Can I ready a toll to do it? Sure. What's the trigger for it going to be? Uh, if they try to come towards, um, no, Marcus. Come towards him how? Uh, in a menacing way, in like a menacing way. So any action that they do. Uh, I'll say if they try to take us. I'll say if they try to move past this like nice, sweet. Block so if they move past the other characters, if he makes his way past everyone else, then you. Uh, actually, I'll just say if they continue to be aggressive, I'll, I'll let it loose. Okay. Like if, so they swing, let if, they swing, if they swing it, when he, okay. when he okay. so when he attacks. Yeah, okay. that's going to be that Good. guy again. Perfect. Um, Makes the most sense. Okay, Bob. Uh, Lothar, you really need to get past the freaking <laughs> Can he step over me? Cause I'm I was going to say, is yes, he like... Yes, you can step over him because he's down. And right. is, is Gron down as well? Gron is down. We're going to use these D4s to mark Is the... Hold on, just put their characters there. Yeah, we're still yeah. here. Our bodies are still there. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not dead. Gotcha, gotcha. Is the other dwarf, the colored one, yeah. is oh, he dead? Oh, oh. He's dead. Yeah. Um, <coughs> you can move past Crate if you'd like to. Yes. Would you like to step over? Please. Okay. You can step into his. If you want to be in his space, you're going to be doing advantage. I want to be on the other side. So you move to the other side, which is fine. You step forward. You have this dwarf that's suspending himself from the ceiling with burning hands, or hands that are burned to a warhammer. Is he still, like, 
functioning? He does not seem functioning. Okay. He's literally stuck in this position with his hands above him, holding this worm hammer and just stuck it like buried into the ceiling above. But he's not moving or nope. anything? Okay. No purple coming out of his face. So there's just the one guy left. Yep. And he's huge. He's a he's a big four dwarf. Did now. he grow again when the other one died? No. Not okay. you can tell. He's only standing at about nine feet right now. Alright. Oh, is that all? <laughs> With a shovel. Well, then I will attempt to take a swing at the one that is still alive. You can swing at him. Roll that beautiful bean footage. That would be a total of 17. You make connection. You have a sword, right? Yes. Sword and board. Where's my D8? There it is. Proficiency doesn't add to damage, right? No, just strength. No, just so, nine. That's, that's a big hit, though. That's what you... Fighter, fighter, fighter gets in the back. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, roll some corks. Eleven. You still have him captivated a little bit. He hasn't drawn attention off of you. The impact from Lothar just kind of seeing him this dwarf kind of like not really paying attention to him. He is able to kind of line up the sword in such a manner to just kind of make a nice solid push right into his midsection. Uh, goes pretty much down to the hilt and then just pulls it out almost very, very easily. Like there's no resistance to it. He just pushes it in like a pin cushion and then just extracts it. And he's just like, oh, okay. Like, like butter. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gron, you're on the ground. Yeah. You're having a hard day. <clears throat> Taking a little rest. I, um, a little, uh, little nappy nap. Yeah. Earned it with all the sneaking. Uh, I would like to go ahead and drink this delicious common healing potion that I have. You should definitely drink the delicious common healing potion. It's, uh, it's going to be good. Are you unconscious? Yeah. Well, I'm at negative five. No, he has an ability. Rachel. Yeah, well, that's, I thought that brings you up to one. That's it does, it brings you up to one. It brings you up to one, but he took additional damage after the fact. Four. Cool. So roll a con save. Ah. We'll say difficulty is 10 plus the amount of negative you have for damage. I was going to do 10. Uh, 14. 14. You're good. Okay. Quaff away. Quaffing. That's my solution. I, I like that. Stay conscious. I like that solution. Uh, that is eight. Yes. Putting me at positive four. No, you started zero. You started zero. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then so I am at eight. So your entire effort is <coughs> to literally stave off this unconsciousness that's slowly, you know, going over you. You reach around trying to find, you know, this little bottle that you were given as a gift. Uh, you accidentally stick your fingers once in this hole in your hip, and you're like, ah. <laughs> you get in the pocket that's actually next to it. And you pull the potion to your lips as most of it manages to make its way into your mouth. So good. Um, Gatorade. Kind of. As soon as it hits my lips. <laughs> uh, rolling over, you know, coughing and wheezing. Uh, you see, you know, above you this great big huge black dwarven figure you know with a hammer in the ceiling yep. and this other one that is just kind of like looking to begin stepping over you uh you have ready to action yeah is he is he looking aggressive now we're top of the order next so you're gone either use it or lose it yeah oh right uh so can i use it right now sure go for it nice all right uh wisdom saves all right 
Shaking his head, it's coming out of his daze, and it sees before it a new kind of bevy of just metal man in front of him. Mm. Um, we're back <laughs> up at the top of the order, Rika. Uh, this guy is just starting to just really, he, he doesn't have any of your daggers in him. The gentleman right in front of me? Yeah. Where did my daggers go? They're in the other guy. What do you mean he's in the other guy? Oh, you don't have any daggers now. You don't have anything to throw. No, I don't. Bronze I mean, down I have in front short of you. swords, yeah. I guess. Bronze down in front of you. <laughs> do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bronze down in front of you. Okay, so the one that I got... This one's stuck in a ceiling, so this is blocking this square. Oh, so he's... he's he's not. Is he down, or he's currently he's not... He's blocking the square, because he's a nine-foot-tall... Okay. And, and Gron is currently down? Gron is down. <coughs> okay. After drinking a potion. He's still on the ground. Yeah. But is prone, in a prone right. position. I I want to get up and attack. Okay. But if I do so, I have to crawl over Gron. Right. And that would put me at disadvantage. Right. And that's not a situation I want to find myself in, necessarily. Right. Um, I am... Can I sneak... Past Gron, I want to hide behind Lothar. So you want to go over here? Yeah. Sure. Uh, we're gonna roll some Stuff. acrobatics. Sure. You're moving through a bunch of different spaces. I am. It's all well, true. If she goes, if she goes through Otis, he's on the ground. What? <laughs> Not Otis. Lothar. Um, Otis. Nope. Crate. Crate. Sorry. Crate's crate's on the ground. Yeah. Crate's yeah. on the ground. So you crate's can go through Crate. Ooh. That's 18. Sorry, so roll your, roll your <laughs> stealth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm still standing. Oh, yeah, that was 18. <laughs> roll your stealth. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this has turned into a rather musical adventure. That's a adventure. 14 to hide. Oh, no. Good. I imagine there are passive controls in that Okay. Here we go. How's it going? You <laughs> start to try to, you know, you get up on the boxes. You know, once you have like that, like I said before, that three and a half to four foot gap, you start sliding your way across and you get hitched up on something just a little bit. I go, oh, gosh, darn it. It's, and as you oh, bloody do hell. your delightful internal cussing, it actually was external because it's so frustrating at that point. And the I dwarf turns his head. The dwarf turns his head and reaches over and grabs the box that you're on and pulls it over down on top of Lothar with you on top. I can, I can press him to a disadvantage because he's trying to attack the box Rika's on. Okay. Probably the best that you do. It wasn't that one. So he grabs a hold of the box, he pulls it, um... 
The box is going to land, because it's a large structure, it's going to land on you, unless you get out of the way. It's going to land on Crave. Cool. <laughs> you're going to have to try to get off of the box, or you're going to stay in the space and try to like... I mean, I guess I could roll acrobatics to try to, or a dexterity saving throw, whatever sure. you want me to roll, in order to avoid sort of... Uh, the naughtiness of what I have incurred. What are you going to do? Because you, you're trying to provide some sort of defense for the box. So yeah, so he reached over and I tried to like get my shield up to block okay. his arm right. from pulling the box. And then I see that that didn't work. And right. <laughs> boxes so the box is going to come down on you. What are you going to do in reaction to that? He's still prone? Yes. Can I step into his square? She. Sorry, sorry. Uh, yes, and also behind you is Crate, who is also prone. Yeah, but the box is also falling into his square, right. correct? Right. So that's not helpful. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's in the box? We'll find out what it breaks open when it hits the point. point. Out of muse. Try and keep it up so it doesn't fall. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't fall. I'm not happy about it. I rolled better, but it got caught up in my box. My deck dice What's box? in the box right now for you is bad dice. Dice so, and coins. It what are you going to do, Lothar? <laughs> what are you going to do? Are you going to move out of the way? Yeah. Okay. So you decide to step over here or here? Uh, into um, Gron's face. Gron's face, okay. yes. You step over and like to sh as if to shield Gron. Thank you. Um, crate? Death saving throw? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You start trying to roll a little bit to get out of the way of this box that's coming down. Mm -hmm. You're like, and I'm not made for rolling. I've got a lot of flat spots. I'm unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> um, you take two. Okay. Um, Rika, the box comes out from underneath of you. Yep. That it you does. You come sprawling out on the ground. Oh, that's unfortunate. This box bursts out all over crate. All <coughs> over into this empty spot where Lothar was standing. No, the crate's on crate. And you are, <laughs> you are in a heap. Yeah. On the ground in front of this dwarf. Yes, I am. Uh, Otis. Right, girl, you right. Yeah. You right. Okay. You right. So, for clarification, the dwarf with the white hair is unconscious no. but vertical because he's holding, he's fused his hammer. Yeah. Level one. So is the, worst. the model currently with the arrows on its back is active. Yeah. And has anyone hit that at all this round? He uh, not this round. <laughs> or, excuse me, in this encounter, has yes, anyone hit him? Yes, people okay. have been hitting it. Okay, been getting excellent. larger a lot. Okay, well, <laughs> figure that out. How do they fall? <laughs> uh, don't bother me again. Um, wow, what was that voice? Where did that come from? Don't ask. I, I am asking you. It, <laughs> it came from below. Good lord. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have oh, to save the party. Cool. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do this. So I'm gonna step over. I don't think that should provide any attacks directly behind it. Right you can it. go right ahead. Yeah. You're not gonna get any sort of advantage. No, no. I just want to yep. be right behind him. Okay, go for it. And uh, start working. Can I reach the kidneys? They're <laughs> too big now. You can try. All right. I'm going to attempt to cast directly into its kidneys with my kicks because they're okay. high kicks. Go Showing off now. Alright. Uh, 16. Oh, I was going to be trained to 
you say? Uh, will 16 suffice? You bring your leg up uh, to hit him in the kidneys, and you can't get quite high enough. Uh, you manage to tap him kind of briefly on the back of his thigh. Um, it worked. And that foot, when it hits his thigh, it kind of, you were really unbalanced, and it just kind of taps it, and you're like, oh, he's got really, really hard legs. Um, kind of bounces off of his leg. All right. Well, with my other kick, I won't be so lofty, and I'll go for the ankles. Okay, go for it. I'm going to cast foot at his ankles. Uh, that will probably miss since that is one point lower than the last time. Okay. You bring your next attack to his shins or to his ankles, um, and you still really feeling the you know pinch from your arm. Um, it's like you know feeling a little bit better from when you started you know quaffing all kinds of stuff, but. It's just not, you're just not really able to maintain balance. You start kicking dirt at his feet with your foot. Um, in the back of your mind, you just keep thinking, you know, if I just listened to this, you know, this wizard before, I probably would have known a better way to do this. What? Unfortunately, this, this physical magic is just not doing it more. No, anymore. this is a spell? Um, crate, you are uh, unconscious. Uh, what other things that you can do? Uh, nothing. Okay, go ahead and roll. Five. No. Okay, so that's two fails. Two. Um, Somebody got a potion? I want to heal me with my own potion that I have on my body. On the on. The dwarf monster looks at Lothar that dodged out of the way, rightfully from this magical crate smashing in more ways than one, (laughs) and. Takes the shovel, the double-ended shovel, and goes to cross-check you with it, just to kind of push you down against the ground on top of the ground that you're standing above. Um, he tries to push me down to the ground. <laughs> hey, got him! <laughs> he attempts to kind of shove into you. You put your shield up and you kind of resist against it as best as you can, uh, holding him back. He's Keeps the shovel pressed against your shield as you're kind of like protecting Gron below you. Uh, Melicus. Okay. Um, first thing, Rika is flat on the floor. Yep. Crate yeah. is flat on the At floor. At this point, I'm going. Right. And my Does that mean I have line point. of sight over them? Sure. Okay. So as my bonus action, first I'm going to cast Healing Word okay. on Crate. Thank you. Which. Ooh. And then I'm going to say, you need to sign my contract later. Get you six health points. Okay. And then for my action, I'm going to do Ray of Frost okay. at the dwarf. Go for it. Which Boy. is going to miss with a Okay. You send off some Good rays of magical light in the shape of notes. Little birds. <laughs> they make contact with the bleeding out crate on the ground. Uh, a gasp of kind of fresh breath comes into your body, and then you recoil in pain as you realize, oh yeah, I just had to have so many things smashed in. But your like your eyes are kind of coming to, your head's becoming a little clearer. Um, Lothar, what you doing there, bud? What are the mechanics for shoving things backwards? 
You tell me how you want to do it, and then I tell you what you want to do. Well, we're already in contact, because he's right. got his double shovel thing yeah. against my shield. So you want to do the opposed strength check. So I really just want to shove him away from this clusterfuck of people that are dying. Sure. <laughs> right. um, That's fair. There is something directly behind him. No, not a big thing, though. <laughs> but an important thing, nonetheless. All right, so you're going to go to give him a shove. Oh, it's you. Yep. Oh, I can't really see boy. you. He's nine feet tall. <laughs> I think you see me clearly between his legs. Strength saves, so you're going to roll your strength, and I'm going to roll mine. Okay. His is probably much higher than mine. <laughs> Not higher. Oh, that's oh. bad. Gotta get some new dice. Man. I've got. I mean, I don't got a lot there. So. Oh my gosh! It's better, but not by much. Yeah. I, do uh, I add proficiency? Yes. Or no? Your strength. Yeah, your strength so bonus. That's a seven. I, well, so you go to push on him, and he sees you, and he goes and pushes back, and you're at a stalemate. Like, there's something about these kind of gashes that are maybe in his shoulder um, that is just kind of not getting good footing, or it's just not having full access to the muscles in his back and his shoulders as it tries to push against you briefly. It's just a weird position, okay. and you both kind of sit there deadlocked against each other. Um, is that a full action to do that? Uh, I guess something else you think you might want to do? Well, if I can't shove him, can I try and stab him? Or am you want to drop your shield and stab him? No, but it's a... You want to stab him behind the shield? <laughs> I'll let you make an attack at disadvantage. Okay. Damn! That's still a 19. <laughs> so, just through just... Pure perseverance. You push back, and he's pushing at you, and you just like, oh, gosh, fuck you. You <laughs> take your sword, you drop it down into an angle so you can hold it with the blade down in your hand, and you bring it up, and you just push, and like a stabbing downward motion, but on the behind the shield, you bring it directly into the side of his face, and you roll damage. Oh, my ringtone is so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I so thought I was weird. in a hockey match. <laughs> uh, not impressive. Four. You bring it forward. You manage to nick it right in the side of the face. It turns and winces as you do this. It, then somehow it skips up through the bone in its eye socket and then goes and drives directly into its eye moving backwards and it slides its head down forward because it's gotten kind of pushed off balance and it just slides its head forward down into your sword all the way through its eye. You can feel the sword stop as it makes contact at the back of the inside of the skull. At the back of the inside of the skull. Um, You need to and you need to Is he falling Dex on me? Is that, is that what he's Dex doing? Yeah. Dex Can I do a strength to just hold him up? You've done a lot of things this round. Okay. Dex at disadvantage. That's bad. Oh, no! Ooh. Why'd you have to be a two? <laughs> you got well, I, the sneakiest sneak rogue, yep. being dexterous beyond... Dex, dexterityness. I roll the mighty six. So, 
You've shut as the as this wave of purple mist and energy starts flowing down onto you from this down your sword directly washing into your face you you lose <laughs> your ability to kind of see where you are and you start stepping backwards to try to hold this big creature up and you trip over Gron <laughs> falling into a heap onto Gron ow my spleen <laughs> Gron what what? Takes three. Ow. Lothar takes three. Now those guys falling on us. <laughs> it falls in the heap upon you. It's debris from the roof. At the top of the cavern. The roof? There is this. The is underneath the, the areas where you are, uh, you, can, you start trying to push this animal off of you. It's very, very difficult to do. Um, around you, the rest of you can hear... <coughs> A kind of, uh, you notice, Melikus, a uh, shift in the sound and rhythm that is happening from the metal to stone sound. All of a sudden, like, it goes a lot slower. And it seems like it has some skips in it or some synchronicity that's lost in it. And it becomes somewhat softer. Um, you also notice the sound of this kind of high-pitched angry screaming coming from down where this door that was opened is. Um, from there we can take a quick break. Ah, you tease!